Hello and welcome to Confessions of an Aging Ingenue. I am your aging ingenue, Jenny Tooley. I'm so excited to have you here today. We are going to get started here in a minute, but first I want to extend a personal invitation to you to join us in the confessional Wednesday nights, first Wednesday of the month. Check it out at JennyTooley.com. You might even end up in the confessor seat. Okie dokie, here we go. Hey everybody, it's Jenny Tooley. How are you? I hope you're good. It's a beautiful fall day here in Texas. It's only about 98 degrees at 10 o'clock in the morning. So we're, we're well on our way into transitioning into that beautiful fall weather. I actually remember living up in the Northeast. I loved that transition into fall from summer. There'd be that first fall day where the air was just so crisp and light and beautiful. And then we'd go up to upstate New York and pick apples off the trees. And it was literally like right around this time of the year. Oh my God. If you have never picked an apple off of a tree and eaten it, go, go do that now. Forget the podcast. Go pick an apple off a tree. Anyway, today we're on episode eight of how I, I tell, have I told you about the time? And um, today I'm actually going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to answer a question that was sent in to me by one of my Patreon patrons, Stephen. And um, he asked me, how much of yourself, your own personality and character is presented in Franny? So he's talking about the role that I play in Stuck. So here we go. Are you ready? Have I told you about the time I actually got to play a character that I wrote? Yes. Yes, I did. Now, the interesting thing about this is I did not write the role of Franny for me to play. We have to go back in time to when I wrote the script. So the screenplay for Stuck was started in 2000. So it was 19 years ago. At that time, I was not old enough to play the role of Franny, so I never expected to play her. Thus, I did not go in and say, oh, I'm going to write a role that um, I'm going to play, and it's going to be based on all my strengths, or it's going to work on one of my weaknesses, or it's a role I never get to play, so I'm going to write it for myself. None of that happened. Um, this was just a role that I wrote that I absolutely loved. And of course, later on got to play and was so grateful for it. So basically I do believe though, that since I wrote this character, yes, there are pieces of me in her. Anything that I write is going to be influenced by my understanding of how the world works or some experience that I've had. Um, Even if I'm writing outside of kind of quote what I know, people always say you need to write what you know, right? And I do believe that for the most part, that's true. But there are different ways to write what you know. Like you can take what you know and put it into a completely different world, right? Science fiction, fantasy, people were writing what they know, but they're putting it into a different place in time or different characters. Um, So I wrote, I can only write to a certain extent what I know. Like, that's what I'm really learning about life in general is the world exists for me 
based on all of the experiences I've had in my life and what I expect it to look like. So this world that I live in, in reality, is created by all the perspectives I have and core beliefs I have in my head. And all the things that are being delivered to me on a daily basis come from what I expect to have the world deliver to me. So there's no way to break out of that except for like doing a whole lot of personal growth work, meeting a whole lot of different people, having way new experiences like that are completely outside of your comfort zone. And I've done a lot of that. Like I've broken free of a lot of the old programming in my head and um, have done an incredible amount of personal growth work and recovery work. So I have experienced a new world and every day I get to start creating something new for myself. Now, if we get back to writing a screenplay, again, that world is going to somehow reflect my own world. That character is going to somehow reflect my understanding of how the world works. So yeah, there's a lot of me in Franny. Now, what was happening at the time that I wrote Franny is really reflective of um, what's in that character. And um, what's in that character is Franny's lost her voice. She has walked down a path that is inauthentic to her. She followed somebody else's path and became miserable and left. And um, she was living um, in a world where there were a lot of wonderful, creative people who were also having issues with substance abuse. And um, so, yeah, there you go. Of course, there's Franny. There's Jenny. There's Franny. Now, I am not a country singer. No. I did not almost become famous. No. Um, We can talk about some of that stuff later. Um, So that part of Franny, I don't know. But I do know about getting close to something and walking away from it. Um, I know about hiding and being small so that I don't have to be seen by everybody. And I know about having to take a period of time to recollect myself, which is what essentially Franny was doing. I know about being in relationships that don't serve me. And I know about um, being in relationships where um, other people are kind of riding on my energy. So all of those things, yes. And I know how hard it is to break off from those relationships, whether they're relationships with people or relationships with an industry or relationships with an identity. So yeah, um, all those things were in Franny. Now, because I wrote that role, um, playing the role, you know, I didn't bring, I was already built into the role in that way. So I didn't bring a lot of me into the role Additionally, like additional additive me in the role. Uh, so I'm just going to talk a little bit about like the difference between what I do now as an actor as to what I used to do as an actor. Um, so when I was a young actor, I didn't have training. I did not get trained as an actor. I just became an actor. And In doing that, I kind of watched what other people were doing and I picked things up along the way. But the main thing that I would do as an actor was I would pull up everything 
that I could use from inside of me to play that role. So I'd pull up all these old emotions and I'd replay them. So like if I needed to be sad, I would replay the feelings I had about that when my grandfather died. Um, If I needed to connect to the character in a certain way, I would find something in my past and hook those two things up. This was really, really an exhausting and horrible way to be an actor. Um, It worked for me to some extent, particularly on the stage. Acting on film is kind of a whole different world because you have to... Everything is out of order and you have to pick up feelings or pick up things along the way. So there are different techniques that I've learned to mess with that. But overall, if you're running in um, a play in particular, so let's talk about a play. You're in a play and this play runs for six weeks, a few months, some people, you know, years. Can you imagine how emotionally exhausting it would be to keep rerunning and replaying all of that trauma or um, even all the joys like that that takes energy so at one point I left the um the industry I was exhausted I'd lost my identity I kept trying to be things for other people blah 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 and um I was using incredible amounts of my energy even when I came back to the stage a little bit in New York, man, I was still drawing on like serious, serious energy resources to be on stage. So I got to Austin and I went to a workshop. I very rarely do this. I went to a workshop. There was a woman there and I really liked her. So I went and I did a coaching session with her. It was right before I did Boyhood. She gave me this amazing technique that I loved. And it took me out of the picture entirely, which is fantastic. Because there are some roles, I've played a lot of deep and raw emotional roles. And today I don't want to go to those places. And there are some roles that are really dark and there, there are characters I don't like. So one therapist actually gave me a technique. It was like... um I want to say it was an EFT or a tapping technique where I would sit and I would tap on my knee um, to give myself a signal that I was just going to switch into this other character. She was a horrible person. Um, And you can't say that about a character. You can't say I'm a horrible person as a character. Well, you can if they have self-hate issues, but you can't judge a character and play a character well. So um, I would do this technique where I would tap on my knee and then I'd hear a bell and that meant I could be in that character for a little while and then I would shift out of it and it was really a simple thing well this coach gave me another idea and it was a technique where rather than drawing on your personal experiences what you would do is you would pick a negative emotional archetype for the character so fear, hate, anger um, anything really strong like that resentment and um, fear of being abandoned that's one I use a lot and I'll tell you why it's because one I can can connect with it Um, and then she would say okay now say what does the character want you to what does the character want 
So the, you would finish the sentence, I want them to, and fill in the blank, or show them I am blank. And then you would pick this image from the character's childhood, whatever it was, and you put that in your brain. And you just look at the image in your mind, keep repeating to yourself, I want them to whatever, and say your lines. Oh my God. <laughs> it was amazing. I, I was shocked that I could go into these really emotional, like crying states, but I was not connected to that. Like it did not drain me anymore. And it was more real. It wasn't me trying to do that anymore. It was just kind of um, trans being a vessel for it. So that was a really super technique I picked up. And it's something I use now every time. I'm about to go out on an audition, a callback. Please pray for me for an Amazon um, pilot. It's a callback. It's a recurring role. It'd be really great. This woman is a great character for me. Why? Um, one, she smokes a lot of cigarettes and drinks a lot of beer, which I don't do either of. But because of that, I don't have to worry about whether or not my voice is breaking up because my allergies are going crazy. <laughs> And whether or not my face is puffy in the morning, like I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to look perfect when I walk in. It's great. Um, and the other thing is she's just like the, a stretch role for me. She's not a stretch role for me, but she is a stretch role for me in the industry because of how I look and what people expect me to do. She is, um, lives in a trailer, basically not uh she tries to be a great parent but she is totally not really really not a great parent she harms her children um and uh but she still loves them great role so i'm going to use that technique you know to be able to get into this role and not have to live in her darkness with her so i can go i don't even want to visit that much but i can go visit a little bit i don't have to live her darkness and then I can come back and I won't be exhausted by it. The other great thing is, you know, lately things have not been going quite the way I wanted them to. I'm sure many of you are familiar with this feeling like you have the way you want something to go and it is not going that way. So I'm working on acceptance, but in acceptance, sometimes there's some anger. So, hey, I can just shoot that anger right out. There's a place for the anger to go. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. I hope that answers the question that you asked, Steve, Stephen. Oh, my goodness. Um, and, yeah, I guess that's it. The kitties are quiet today. I'm going to move on with my day, and I hope you all have a beautiful one. Love you. Thanks for being here with me today. I'm Jenny Tooley, your host. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about today's episode. So please comment, review, follow, subscribe, all those things that keep our podcast thriving. Until next time.